You're now listening to Empty Opinions with Eladi Polanco. Yeah. I hope if anybody's listening to this, I hope you're enjoying these freestyles because I can see them going away pretty soon. Um, cause I just don't see the use in them. Um, the beat is by Logic. It's called Free Logic X YBN Corday type beat Marvel. Free instrumental produced by Premise on the beat. Yeah. I remember running to this place. Told her get the fuck out my face. The her that I was talking about was my girlfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend. I seen her with another man. Was like, damn, what the fuck happened to us? She's like, just please, baby, just trust. I said, fuck that, fuck that noise. I don't know why these people wanna talk to me. Don't you see? I don't want to be. I don't want to be like you fucking idiots. Yeah, I'm the best in this bitch. Ain't nobody can compete. Yeah, ain't nobody can compete. Told that bitch to leave me alone. I don't know where she tryna be, where she tryna get to, where she tryna be at. I'm just tryna be a star, like a fucking galaxy. Don't get mad at me, cause you got a Samsung Galaxy, and your photos look trash on the IG. I'm just saying, you probably shouldn't be using Instagram when you have an Android. I've talked about this before, it just doesn't make sense. You know, it's not optimized for that. Just get an iPhone. If you want to use Instagram or Snapchat, get an iPhone. That's exactly what you have to do. If you want to be successful, if you want to be the best in this world, you just got to act like you belong. Fake it till you make it. That's the mentality that I have. That I have. Yeah, there's a have and have nots. Yeah, I tie these beats up like in half knots. Whoa, that bar was trash. Can't believe I just said that. I think this means that I should probably wind down. I ain't talking about no wine. I'm just talking about like wind down, like stopping this freestyle until it's done. Yeah, and the freestyle beat is almost done, so I might as well start getting into the intro. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Empty Opinions with Eladio Polanco. My name is Eladio Polanco, and this is a podcast where I talk about random topics, pop culture, and just have conversations about anything and everything. Just this podcast where I can vent to all of you fine folk out there. That is what I do. That's what I like doing. That's why I have this podcast. If I didn't like talking, I probably wouldn't have a podcast where all you do is talk and somehow try to be entertaining and, you know, engaging and bring out thought, you know, you know, compelling thoughts into this here program. Um, yeah, that's um, that's what this podcast is. And, you know, as you may have noticed by now, I think I've talked about this before, actually, uh, but pretty much this podcast, the way it works, Mondays are just me episodes where I just, you know, Give, unload all my personal grievances on this show. And then Fridays I have a guest where it's more conversational and it's not necessarily pop culture heavy. Uh, we do try to make it funny, but just have, you know, interesting conversations. Um, next week, uh, next Friday, we have a very good, I have a very good episode um, about, you know, just relationships and everything surrounding it it's gonna be a very good episode so you guys make sure to keep an eye out on that but 
yeah, the way I want to start this episode, I don't know if you guys listened to the past, not the last episode, but the episode before that, where I kind of explained what the format of these Monday episodes are going to be, and pretty much they're just, um, you know, I split it between personal thoughts, media I've been consuming, and then pop culture topics, which that segment, actually, at first I thought pop culture popcorn was a trash segment name, but I actually kind of like it now, so, you know, that's that. Uh, now I just need to name the other two. Let's see if I can come up with the, at least the first one this this week. Um, personal thoughts. Uh, the rant corner. Nope. The rant hour. The rent. R- renting. It sounds like I'm saying rent. I mean rant. See, that's my uh, accent kicking in right there. Uh, ranting. No, no. Or oh, maybe ranting with e. Nah, I don't like it. I don't know. I guess I can come up with one right now. Pop culture popcorn was a pretty good one. Um, I don't know. Let's say um, personal problems, personal pers. Because I want some alliteration on it, just like pop culture popcorn. About uh, thoughts, thoughts, and thoughts. Nope. Okay, whatever. I give up. So basically, just like I said, just things that I want to talk about from my personal life or just random thoughts that I had. Um, uh, so the first thing I want to talk about, just how I've been doing personally, um, and I'll talk about this in the next episode as well, um, and I talked about it in the past episode, so this is a topic that I am probably just going to keep on bringing up, because you know what, it's my podcast, and if I want to talk about, talk about something, I want to talk about it, and this is what's been on my mind, you know, what's been lying heavy in my mind is this, so this is what I'll talk about, um, and that's just the fact that, I've come to I've I've come to accept the fact that I'm just sad, you know? It's a thing and I don't want anybody to feel bad listening to this. You know, everybody goes through their sad faces and it's kind of like, you know, I'm just sad. And and that's something they got to realize and I'm going to continue being sad if I keep working at the place that I'm working at. I already talked about this in a previous episode, but in case you didn't listen to the previous episode, I was pretty much just saying that at my work, I'm working with my manager who's also my ex and you know it just is very anxiety inducing and just you know brings back a lot of thoughts and memories and you know I was trying to figure out the best way to deal with that and the best way to deal with that is just quitting right but you know I want to have a line jammed up a a whoa a job lined up whoa I just mixed that I might be whoa that was crazy that I kind of just switched those two words but anyways basically yeah that's what I want that's what I have to do, honestly. I'm looking for other jobs so far, no luck. Um, but the thing is, is this, right? So, yeah, as long as I work there, it's not going to stop. So the what I've come up with recently, because I'm always looking for different ways to, you know, um, deal with certain things. It, I've, realized, I've realized to deal with this, the only thing I can do now until I find another job is just to accept the fact that I'll be sad seeing her because it really distills to this like I was thinking about this last night it really distills down to the fact that I like her still and it doesn't seem like she like me she does she likes me right which in other words I'm not over her right so and I should but it's really hard to be I, I don't know why you know what I mean I don't know why it's so hard for me to just be like all right whatever um but yeah I'm still and I think as soon as I, as long as I see her continue to see her on a regular basis, having fun and shit and acting like nothing's wrong, you know, meanwhile, I'm over here dying inside with how this situation went, 
is I'm just going to be sad about it, right? Like, I'm just going to be thinking, like, why? Why is this happening? Like, and there's nothing I can do about that. So the only thing I can do is just kind of accept it and just move on from it and just, like, be sad for a little bit. Know that I'm going to be sad for a little bit. Let's say after work, be really, really sad, maybe even cry. Who knows? But I'm just saying, you know, accept that that's going to happen. Go to sleep. Wake up and it's all good, you know? Brand new day, I don't see her. She's not right there, so I can't be sad. Until then I see her again and then the cycle repeats. And I just got to accept this gonna the way it's going to be. I don't want it to be like this, but it's going to be like this. Until maybe I just get tired or like time, something happens where I like completely don't care about her anymore. Um, and don't have any feelings for her. But, you know, as of right now, I do. And I don't see that changing as long as I see her every day. Or, you know, most days. So... Yeah, that's really what it comes down to. It comes down to me just accepting that until I get another job. Because it will be soon. I've been applying to a lot of jobs. So hopefully, soon in the future, I get a I get a job and I'm good. Um, but yeah, until then, it's not going to stop. And I just got to accept that. And that's actually, I feel like that's the best way to deal with The best way to deal with that, like just accept that it's going to happen. Wake up the next day, not even think about it. Until then it happens again and, and be prepared for that and know and maybe try your best not to. But, you know, maybe it's just going to be like that. And that's just, you know, that's just what the fuck my life is right now. And I mean, you know, it's sad, but it's like, what can you do? It's going to stop at a certain point. There's not, you know, that's the way, best way I can look at it. It's going to stop at a certain point. It's not going to be, I'm not going to see my ex forever. You know what I mean? I'm not going to see her at work forever. This is a very temporary thing, but, you know. I just have to deal with it, and this is how I'll deal with it. Um, hopefully that wasn't too sad to anybody listening. I probably shouldn't have started the episode with something so fucking sad, but hey, you got to stick to structure, man. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, um, on a lighter note, or I mean, you, I guess you can connect it as a B sad, but whatever. Let me get to it first, and then see if there's some connective tissue between the two. But guys who can dance... Um, <laughs> just that 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 idea right like guys who can dance those are those, those that's the top of the top for you know social hierarchies at least when it comes to guys that girls like i think girls like guys who can dance and when i say that you know automatically i'm discounting white people because no white guys can dance that's just a fact it might sound like generalizing but that's just true no white guys can dance um, and th- so then that leaves you with um, black people and Hispanics, but Hispanics is more bachata, which I think girls also like, but that's more, you know, that's like a skill that they admire um, and they can find attractive, right? Uh, but it's not the hardest dance to do, I don't think. Maybe I'm just born with that abil- ability. But then there's, you know, black guys and the way they can just do their cool dance moves that kind of just sets them apart. Like, in here's where this thought even came from. Because, because it's kind of weird that I'm even talking about this, right? So let me explain a little bit. I was in the cafeteria eating lunch, looking at these two beautiful girls. And they were next to two, these two guys, right? These two black guys. That, were, that looked like they were really cool. Like, you can just tell who's really cool, right? Just from looking at them. They're like, they're just cool, right? And then, all of a sudden, for some reason, they start dancing and practicing. I don't know, they're fucking... Um, uh, fraternity dances, I guess. I don't know what the fuck it is, but they just start dancing, and the girls are like fucking eating it up. They were like, "Yay, that's so cool! What are you doing? Oh my god!" They were like in awe, and I just started thinking, "Okay, guys who can dance can pretty much get any girl they want 
You know what I mean? And it has to do with more, not just dance, but rhythm. I think girls are attracted to that because rhythm means you're smooth, right? You're not like robotic and like really fucking, you know, robust. You know what I mean? You, you, you have rhythm. You're smooth. You can dance, which I think a lot of girls also translate to. They can have sex. They, they can probably have good sex if they can dance like that, which I think it's, you know, a true a correlation an accurate correlation but you know i'm just saying guys who can dance are the cream of the crop they are the ones that girls really like and you know i think it's because of what i explained the rhythm thing and just it being cool that they can dance like that and the reason i'm even talking about this again is because um you know comes from a point i'm even i'm talking about this to show that like it has to do with like jealousy a little bit that i can't really dance like that i I don't like dancing not even bachata or like those hispanic dances that people do even though i can kind of do them so if i wanted to i could but i just don't like dancing because i know i'm not good at it um and that's the other thing maybe guys who can dance there's some guys who probably are just free and can make any dance look cool Again, this removes white guys because white guys can't really dance, but they don't make their non-dance ability cool. You know what I mean? They're just like not good dancers. But <laughs> but but black guys specifically, I think they they have a cool way of like dancing, even if they don't know how to dance or just moving. Here's what this whole fucking topic comes down to. Black guys are just cool. There's certain black guys that are very fucking cool and I see them talking to the most beautiful women and I'm just like, yeah, there's no doubt about it. That's who they probably should be with. Like that's and then that leads to a larger conversation of social hierarchies and people just being in their lane and being who they're supposed to be with. Like, you know, guys, I'm not going to say I'm a loser, but guys who are losers often look up to beautiful women and they want to be with those beautiful women and that only leads to a heartbreak right um or just disappointment because you know more often than that is not going to happen you're not going to get this beautiful girl um and my thing with that is you can look at that and say oh okay yeah they belong with it so if you see that you see this beautiful girl that you like but then you see that she's talking to this really cool guy you know you can just you should probably accept it as like yeah they belong to each other they're both she's beautiful he's very cool that's the mix that it should be and then you gotta also look at yourself and be like okay who should i be with who should be the person that i make sense being with and i think a lot of people try to aspire for a lot and that also goes even a deeper conversation of just like in america we're taught that we can get whatever we want or if we aspire for it and work hard for something that we can get it so that kind of makes people not believe in limits and that's good in one way but it's bad in another way like it could be good because maybe you do reach that because you believe that but it could be bad because well you can't get it you know you get disappointed because you can't get it despite how hard you try or whatever you do um yeah, I just wanted to, in that, all, all of those topics that I just talked about came from the four words, guys who can dance. That's how my brain works. I connected all that shit somehow. I don't know. Uh, and that's that. That's what I wanted to talk about with guys who can dance. I can get any girl, and then that leads into the further conversation of people who belong with each other. Most likely, is they're really cool guys and they're really pretty chicks. They're, they belong together, and then it's all down from there, and you should try to find your match because, you know, sometimes... You're just not supposed to be with a certain person. That's just how life works. All right. And the other thing, 
and this kind of goes into this as well. I mean, that this goes perfectly with this. Ladies. Now, this is for the ladies, right? You need to prioritize your needs. You need to know what is it that you want from a guy because no guy is going to be perfect. And this is something that I've been thinking of, thinking about for a long time. You need to make a list, maybe not so drastically as I'm describing it, but just as an example, you need to make a list of the qualities that you want in a guy and, which, and rank them and say which are more important to you this one or this one like let's say what if the most important thing for me is if a guy doesn't cheat you put that at number one below that let's say it's the second thing is they're they're very handsome below that they have a six-pack below that they get along with their with their mothers you know what i mean but you need to rank it because that way when you're looking for guys you're gonna find so many different types of guys that have this one thing and like this other thing and you want them to have it all but in reality, it's not going to happen. That's not how life works. You're not just going to get every single thing that you want. So you got to realize what you want. If the most important thing, like I've, I've thought about this with girls who get cheated on. They talk about the fact that they don't want a guy to cheat on them, right? Well, they also want a guy who's really good looking, right? So and that's a paradox because if the guy is really good looking, you know, most likely he's going to cheat because there's going to be girls just like you after him because he's very good looking. So... Then you got to make a choice. What's more important to you? Being with a guy who's really good looking or not being cheated on? Because you choose one or the other. You can't have both, right? So you can be a guy who's really good looking and accept he's going to cheat on you. Or a guy who doesn't cheat on you, but he's not very good looking, right? And that goes with everything in life. But mainly I'm just talking about guys, girls, who who girls are attracted to. And what they want and what they, sh they, they should prioritize in their look for a significant other. Um, and that's something that, you know, women don't get that. They don't get that. You can't have both. You really can't. So you, you can either keep, you, you gotta just, at the end of the day, we all have to, um, what is it? Uh, what the fuck is it? A compromise, at least with looking for somebody because, you know, and that's something I don't want to hear. Cause I don't be like, Oh, I, I want to be like, I don't think about that. Like, oh, I just want somebody who likes me. I don't care if they're ugly or not. Honestly, no. To me, um, I would think I actually in this, I think it might be my problem. I look for girls that I'm very, that are, that I'm physically attracted to, meaning they're better. And I'm physically attracted to girls who are very beautiful. Um, and then sometimes turns out that they don't really like me. Or they have trouble liking guys. They have fucking trust issues. Whatever it is. Um, and then that's where heart, my heartbreaks come from. Where it's like, well, you wanted that. That's what came with that. That's what we got to realize. If you want something, you need to know what that comes with. And either accept it or not. And then, you know, uh, adjust accordingly. But, yeah. That's just a thing in general. I think people just want, want it all. And you're going to get to a point in life where you realize you can't have it all. And it's sad, but it's true. All right, that's just some of the thoughts that I had in my head that I just wanted to talk about. Now I want to move on to the media that I've been consuming this week. Um, this week was kind of, eh, it's kind of trash, honestly. There's no big, like, there wasn't a really, really big movie that came out. It wasn't, like, a very big show that I've been watching. It wasn't even some big music, honestly, but I'll still talk about the things. I'll make it fairly quick. Um, Ad Astra. I saw the movie Ad Astra. This is the movie with Brad Pitt about him trying to find his father at the other side of the damn galaxy. 
the the other side of the damn universe I think actually um and I liked it it's a great movie but I just liked it and the reason I just liked it was because it wasn't I think I need to watch it again because if I watch it again and actually pay attention to it um I might really enjoy it even more but I think as of right now I just liked it because for one I was really tired watching it and this is one of the quietest movies about space travel that you'll ever see ever like any space movie you've ever seen this is the quietest what this one it's like a guy it's supposed to be the story of this guy a grand story of this guy going across the universe you know and the visuals do do show that but the story kind of feels just like the guys in a road trip from philadelphia to los angeles like that's how quiet and simple it feels but um, and that's honestly, that's why I gotta be honest. I kind of fell asleep during a certain part of the movie. I don't even remember what part I missed. I don't even think it was too long. I just remember just not being able to keep my eyes open. It was bad, but that was the first half. The second half, I actually, you know, really got in engaged with the movie. I saw what the movie was trying to go for. And I feel like what I got out of the movie might be like the very surface level of what this movie's about, right? Because I saw a lot of people talk about the ad asterisk about toxic masculinity. And I think about it and it's like, what? I don't I didn't see that at all. And now I want to rewatch it to see what they're talking about with that and just to learn more from it the second time. But what I got out of the movie was pretty much just it's a it's a story of a guy uh who it's about it's two things actually. It's about a guy like coming to grips with the fact that his dad doesn't care about him, right? Like he's very sad. He, he was very attached to his dad. Could he understand why his dad just left him? And he ends up finding out what what it is. And he has to come to grip with whatever it is that he find out during a movie. I don't want to spoil it, but you know about his dad. That's one. The other thing it's about focusing on what we got right here instead of looking uh, out elsewhere. Um, and I think that's a very interesting theme to explore, right? To talk about the fact that. We're always looking for more and more and more and more when in reality, we should probably look at what we have around us and appreciate that instead of looking out, you know, outward and trying to, you know, have this greater understanding on other things that we don't really know about or don't even know exist. So I think the movie and that's an interesting theme that I haven't really seen explored. Like you never see. I mean, people usually say. You know, stop and smell the spell the roses, spell stop and smell the roses. But then you get people that say be ambitious and reach for your dreams and do this and do that, right? So it's mixed me messages, right? They're mixed messages. So it's it comes down to that. That's another one of the themes, the toxic masculinity thing. Like I said, don't really know where that comes from. Need to watch it again to see. But yeah, this movie's very like midi like. There's long periods of time where it's just like him thinking, which leads you to like maybe also think. And I'm going to see why this movie, you know, I don't know if this movie is going to make a lot as a recording of this, like in this box office weekend. I predict maybe like what, 15 million. I actually don't predict a lot for this movie because I don't think this is the type of movie that people want to watch, at least not in a theater. Like it was so quiet while we were watching that movie. People were like almost in a trance with how quiet and like thinking, like how much of a thinking man's movie it was. So it, it was just interesting to see that, that like 
you know, I don't know. People were really quiet. Like, usually, barely any humor. Actually, I don't think there was any humor in the movie. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I just think people want some sort of, like, reaction from, from the things they're watching. This really didn't have that. This let Your reaction was what was going on in your head. It was no physical reaction. You can watch this movie just like this. Just, like, sitting, just standing straight with your arms out and just, like, barely blinking and just watch it with a with a blank face and it would never change throughout the entire runtime because it's not about your physical reaction it's more about your mental state and thinking about things in a deeper way which i don't think i was actually prepared for i was actually really tired so i probably couldn't have done that even if i wanted so i do want to watch it again because it does seem like the movie touches on a lot of interesting ideas i just wasn't ready to watch it um so i will give it another chance but yeah that's my review at Astra. I don't think for a general public, I don't think a regular audience would like this movie. Just because, like I said, you get no reaction out of it. It's very, like, a deep movie that you think about and, you know, or not think about if you're like, oh, well, that movie was weird. I don't know what was happening. So, that, yeah, that's that. Um, and now, that was a movie that I watched. Now, a show that I've been watching constantly uh, Mindhunter. I talked about it in two, two episodes ago. Episode, what, 20? Yeah, episode 20 talked about uh, how great my hunter is, but I'd only seen the first half. Now I saw the second half, and it just keeps getting better and better, man. The ending of season one was kind of sudden. I didn't really love it, but up until that point, like all the places the show is going to, and this show is the perfect, like, uh, procedural because it it is procedural in that they're going from victim to victim. They're trying to solve crimes. They're interviewing psychopaths. You know what I mean? Like serial killers. So it is procedural in that way, but it has its own narrative with what's going on in the FBI and the character development between all of the characters. Precisely the main character, Holden, Detective Holden, or Agent Holden, I think is what they call him. His character development was fucking great. Like, you could just see his transformation from, like, premium and proper uh, um, agent to, like, fucking guy who's, like, very ambitious and doesn't give a fuck about consequences and none of that. So, it's very gradual. You barely even notice it. But by the end, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, this guy's changed for sure. These people have changed him. And, yeah, it's just a great one of my favorite. I love that season so much. Like, after I finished season two... I want to see, I think it might become one of my favorite shows of all time up there. Like one of my favorites for sure. Just because of how good that season one was. And I even started episode one of season two. Great, great, great way to start it, man. And this show it's as engaging as any other show I've ever seen. So, you know, by the, by the end, by the time I finish season two, it's probably going to be one of my favorites. I don't, I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, and some, and now not necessarily a show that I watched, but the news I received that I was very happy about that I just read. Glow, gorgeous ladies of wrestling, a show that I previously reviewed season three here uh, on this podcast, is now getting renewed for a fourth and final season. And I could not be happier, especially with the way they set up season four in the last episode of season three, and just the fact that um, I feel like the four seasons is more than enough for this show. Like for its uh, the its story is telling, I think it's perfect. I think four seasons is perfect, and I think giving them another season was great because there's a an even, you know, at the end of season two we were promised the casino, uh, the Vegas show actually, um, and that was a very interesting way to take the show, and now there's an even more interesting way to take the show, 
um and this could be a great way to like explore that and then end it and i'm very excited for that so that's that for tv shows that is and then for music like i said there was really no music uh this week that came out there was some artists that i like like jack harlow kemba uh gashi like there's some album uh 1111 he dropped the project uh, who else? There was somebody else who dropped. Uh, let me look at the projects that came out. Oh, oh, Charlie Heat. Um, he dropped his first full-length project. So there's a lot of albums from artists that I keep up with that I want to listen to, but no real big music, honestly. You know what I mean? Like not even big singles. Like Maroon Five put out a song, but who gives a fuck? Uh, that's yeah. So there was no really no music. And next week, I looked at the schedule for what albums are coming out. Same thing, nothing really crazy is happening. So it's, it's going to be a, a, a slow couple of weeks before October hits. And I'm sure October is going to bring a lot of heavy hitters. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if next week we get like, um, or this upcoming Friday, we get like a surprise single from a very big artist. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't, be doubt, I wouldn't doubt that at all. Uh, so that's interesting and, 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 you know, intriguing. Hopefully that does happen. But for now... Really no music to talk about, so I'll just skip the music section altogether. Get out. I, <laughs> I wish... I, I think I'm going to add to the soundboard the sound of a uh, trash can emptying out. You know what I mean? Because Like the Mac sound. That's a great sound bite. I was actually about to empty the... Actually, let me just do that. You can hear the sound. Empty trash. There we go. Taking some time. Come on. Let's empty it. Let's hurry up. There we go beautiful sound beautiful sound that's how it sounds when i uh don't want to talk about something <laughs> that's that and now before we end the podcast the segment that i will most likely take the clips from to you know get some exposure out in the on the internet it is the pop culture popcorn segment this is where i talk about the biggest pop culture news that's been happening the biggest thing that's for sure been happening it's just the kachi 69 snitching thing so he's now taking a stand after what a year almost a year seven eight months nine months of being in jail or in prison being held um and a lot of people suspected this might happen but now it's actually happening so it's worth talking about takashi is straight up snitching on everybody he snitched on all the gang members he snitched on cardi b wait let me not let me say cardi b but he snitched he's um snitched on jim jones the 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 new york rapper that he's in the nine trade gang um snitch on him and everybody's like whoa this man is snitching on artists now that's crazy this might be the biggest artist he'll snitch on nope he says that cardi b he dragged cardi b into this cardi b is a member of the nine trade gang and now <laughs> now everybody went fucking nuts because it's cardi b the biggest female artist right now i think yeah the hottest huh is it her Megan Thee Sally. Hottest? I'll say Cardi B still. Cardi B, the hottest female artist right now. Female hip-hop artist, I was, I should say. Um, or even artist in general, actually. Now, he dragged her into this. And he's saying she's part of the gang. And then Cardi B's just, you know, denying it, obviously. And her representatives and her managers. Like, no way. That's not true. She's not in this. Because, obviously, they have to say that. Um, and I wouldn't doubt it if she is, but, uh, you know, I don't know how gangs work. How does that work? Are gangs illegal? Let me, let me look that up. Are gangs, cause I don't see why they should be. Cause it's really, I mean, the activities they commit, they commit are illegal. Um, 
But I don't see why gangs are illegal. Let's see what Wikipedia says. Gang violence refers to mostly mo refers mostly to the illegal non-political acts of violence perpetrated by gangs against civilians, other gangs, law enforcement officers, firefighters, or, or military personnel. Throughout history, such acts have been committed by gangs at all levels of the organization. Right, but is a gang itself illegal? Creating a gang. I don't think creating a gang itself um, is illegal. Just the activities they commit as a gang is what makes it illegal. But anyways, going back to what I was talking about with Takashi. Yeah, Takashi snitching, y'all. That's um, that's what he's doing. Um, and, you know, sh shouldn't really be surprised that he's doing this. He's, like, talking. He's saying everything. He's being 100% truthful with everything. Um, so then that leads to the discussion. Can Takashi, after snitching and doing all this, come back and be a successful artist? And I honestly think, yes, I, I, I 100% think so. I mean, for sure, there's going to be people trying to kill him. Like, you know, obviously nine trade gang is going to want him dead because he's snitching on everybody. Um, but if he's in hiding and he manages to put music out and I mean, just putting music out itself is not going to make him any money. So unless he just wants the fame and none of the money, I guess he could do that. But if he wants money, it's going to be a little more difficult to make music and not be able to leave the house because you're a risk and you might get killed. But I can see him putting music out, talking about him snitching because he's here's the thing. The way he's snitching is so outrageously honest and truthful in like with no regard to any code whatsoever. I think there's something interesting about that. There's something that people see that was like, wow, He's really snitching. He's snitching like just like that. You know what I mean? So I think I do think he and maybe not even an artist. I think he could become a figure um, just afterwards. I could think he could definitely have a career. He, he He's definitely going to be in the limelight. I don't see him just not being in the limelight anymore after this. He's for sure going to be. And this is just a historic thing in hip hop to see somebody so outrageously snitching on people it's kind of crazy and big artists too that's what's crazy about it and coming from a guy who was like super hot like for a year and a half it's kind of crazy so yeah that's the takashi situation right now can't wait to see how it plays out throughout my lifetime i want to see what the hell happens to him in the future uh, but yeah that's that the other big news that came out if you're a football fan antonio brown has been dropped once again for like the third time in like six months, probably less, by the Patriots who just picked him up and had him for one game. And now he's done. And then, you know, people are suggesting it's because of the rape allegations that more and more victims are coming out, suggesting that he might have raped them or done crazy things to them. Uh, but this is crazy. Antonio Brown really... Look, and here's the thing. At first, I didn't think that because a lot of people were mad that he like threw a fit and lost like $30 million uh, by not being on the Ravens. No, I don't remember what the fuck that team was before the Patriots, but just them dropping them. People was like, wow, you're stupid for or Raiders. Was it Raiders? I think it was the Raiders. I don't, I, I'm not too sure. Um, But people were like, wow, you just messed up the bag. And then he got, you know, uh, acquired by Patriots and paid him like $15 million or something like that. And people are still like, come on, bro, you lost $30 million. But I was seeing as like, yeah, but he's now on a possibly Super Bowl winning team. So it's like you can take 
have the money for the opportunity to win a ring, right? Like, that's possible. Um, so I was still kind of defending that move because I thought, you know, it worked out at the end. But now it for sure hasn't worked out. He has just lost all this money, like all of it. And just now he's not in a team and I doubt any. I mean, I feel like some teams might pick him up because, you know, just having Antonio Brown as a name, they're going to want them in that in their organization. But, yeah, that's what Antonio Brown's up to now. And he's kind of messed up the bag in a lot of different circumstances. There's nothing you can say about this now. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way. I can't see another big team picking him up. It will have, like, a beat, like a smaller team. Like, you know, I don't think no big team will pick him up. So it's not like he's going to get that much money anymore. I don't think so. Uh, so kind of, yeah, I think at the end, you know, I have to eat my words. I thought he was strategic in what he did and how things turned out. But now it's just like, no, nope, he just messed up his own life. And that's just really sad. So uh, uh, sorry about that, Antonio Brown. Hopefully you um, maybe you join the XFL. What about that? Work for Vince McMahon. That should be great. And then we'll see you maybe at WrestleMania. Who knows? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> to see Antonio Brown tackle somebody or, you know, do something like Gronk did at WrestleMania. That would be amazing. But anyways, that's that on that. And now moving on to the last thing I want to talk about before we end this episode. It is about Logic announcing that he's making a sequel to Under Pressure. His most critically acclaimed album for sure his first debut album the album that mostly everybody loves now he's after putting out probably his worst uh reviewed album ever last uh the last confessions of a dangerous mind where people are like trash and i listened to it and that shit was bad it was really bad it actually surprised me how fucking bad that album was right so after that now he wants to go back to make a sequel to his best album and here's the thing, Logic, that's a horrible move because it's not going to be people or here's how it could be. It could be similar to what Eminem did. We're putting a bunch of bad albums after the Eminem show or even re, re, Relapse, whatever the fuck the last good Eminem album was. But after that, I could see him because when Eminem decided to do a sequel to the Marshall Mathers LP, who what is considered his best album, um... The sequel was actually not bad. It was actually pretty good. Um, I, th I thought so, at least. Like, there was some effort to make good songs in there. And, like, different kind of songs. Um, so, it's possible that Logic can do the same thing with a sequel to Under Pressure. But I just don't see Logic putting out a, a good sequel to this. And what would he even talk And here's a problem that a lot of people have with Logic. He's not talking about anything he's not like he can rap he still proves that he can rap um sometimes when he wants but i think the problem with him he's not talking about anything he doesn't have any topics and here's the thing i actually really like young sinatra 4 i was listening to that the other day there's a couple songs in there that actually have topics in like storytelling like the song legacy i really like that song because it's telling a story of a man who's ignoring his family to become the best in the world. And that's an interesting story. And I think people, I don't think people, I think people underrate that album. I think that album is very, very good. Um, but yeah, uh, this sequel, but then after that, he put out, was it after Young Sinatra 4? What came out after that thing? Bobby Tarantino? I don't fucking remember. I'm not, a, I'm not that big of a Logic fan that I know his whole discography. 
But I just know that he put out Confessions of the Dangerous Mind and that kind of negated any goodwill he had from Young Sinatra 4. So, unfortunately, I don't see the sequel being good. Hopefully it is. Hopefully it gets back in the good graces of people. But unless he talks about something, it's just not going to be good. doesn't matter how, how well you rap or if you get Eminem on your album. It's just not going to be good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Logic. And that's it for this episode. This was a pretty good episode. This was it for this episode of Empty Opinions with Lottie Polanco. Thank you to everybody who's been listening to this episode. I appreciate you very, 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 very much. Um, the way we end every episode is by a segment I like to call The Ox, which actually has a good name. The Ox is what this segment is called, where I play a song that I've been listening to this uh, recently that I really like. For this week, I'm going to be playing the new Gangstar album. Gangstar is back, everybody. If you don't know who Gangstar is, you're not a real hip-hop head. And it's featuring J. Cole, and it's called Family and Loyalty. That's the new song they put out. It's very, very good. J. Cole snapped on this, and that's all I got to say. Please listen to it. And that's that for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Goodbye. Are forever like family and loyalty or real rap songs like cream or my melody diamonds are forever like my infinite thought like respect in the hood that can't be bought diamonds are forever like family and loyalty or real rap songs like cream or my melody diamonds are forever like my infinite thought like respect in the hood that can't be bought word up Diamonds, diamonds. Diamonds are forever like friends that'll kill for you. Went up in a jewelry store, burglary, steal for you. Bill with you, split the diamond in two, ice blue. Twice you try to disrespect our kinship, I don't like you. And now you X out the fam. But I'm cashing checks with Premier on this jam. Robin Leach, interviews on the beach. When we shake hands, nothing but ice on the region. I teach like the rap Reverend Ike without the perm I preach. This morning you need to learn, I return from my streets, gaining my wealth, training myself for corny confrontation with haters who be playing themselves. Diamonds, I like my world of rap. Your rhyming, it's like a world of crap. And a diamond is like a fly-ass girl that's trapped. And you can't beat that with a bat. Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty or real rap songs like cream or my melody. Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought, like respect in the hood that can't be bought. Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty or real rap songs like cream or my melody. Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought, like yeah. respect in the hood that can't be bought. Word up. Diamonds. 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 Yeah. Pick up the pen, write down the sins, cleanse, lay this shit down, play it for friends, make a few M's, then do it again. J. Cole, who'd have thought you would have been? Rhyming with ghosts, guru flows forever like a diamond and most. Could never afford the precious shoes, that's precisely why I'm blessing you. With clear cut messages, I'm destined to invest in urban sections where depression rules. I hope to heal the destitute before I leave this vestibule. Between the heavens and the seven circles where some dead homies may be rest, I plan to resurrect a few. I press the truth against the neck of devils, look at the youth just like a precious pebble. 
example, meant to be protected. Mentally, we let this poison a Western philosophy make us sloppy. We forgot we are the chosen. From hip hop to astronomy, they copy what we showed them. Niggas be talking slick, but only try me over modems. In person, they starstruck, they hearts flutter. I'm like the realest one you ever met. If you don't feel this one, give it a sec. Go live a little, let the years pass. Experience pain, watch the tears crash onto the floor. Hurt brings wisdom, wisdom brings a whole nother sort of understanding. Diamonds only worth what we demanded. Uh, uh. And niggas paying top dollar Once upon a time I paid a hundred for mine Now I'm a lot smarter Diamonds are forever like family And loyalty Or real rap songs like cream Or my melody Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought Like respect in the hood That can't be bought Diamonds are forever like family And loyalty Or real rap songs like cream Or my melody Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought Like respect in the hood That can't be bought I rock diamonds that cut glass out of window panes Ball head slick blazing tracks When the Indos flame, rocks that bling, rocks that make them jock my team, rocks that shine, rocks that keep my hand on my nine, rocks that blind, make the hard rocks drop dime, one of a kind, niggas best jet from the spot when I cock mine, diamonds I like your man, you always call fam, diamonds I like your grandma, you always call ma'am, diamonds I like having the whole world in your hand, diamonds I like the shows I rip with no band, rocking your knot, stopping your plot. It's me, ballhead slick, Duke, cop in your block. For you, it's only pain. For me, it's only gain. Diamonds are like loyalty, iced out like royalty. Diamonds are like my wifey, so sweet the way she spoils me. Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty or real rap songs like cream or my melody. Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought, like respect in the hood that can't be bought. Diamonds are forever like family and loyalty or real rap songs like cream or my melody. Diamonds are forever like my infinite thought, like respect in the hood that can't be bought. Word up. Diamonds. Diamonds. Like a freshly cut diamond.